0: Oh, hello, hello, welcome to this. The latest edition of the Ian Prendergast. Another Carlton. Oh, wait, are we allowed to say that anymore?
1: <laughs> we've been saying it for a while. Why not?
0: Well, we've been saying it for a while, but it's sort of been co-opted from us a bit, hasn't it?
1: We should have trademarked.
0: You should have trade. That's our problem, isn't it? This is this is an old wrestling. This isn't. This is an old wrestling lesson, Timbo. You, if you're going to say something, like trademark it, copyright because the promotion will just own your phrase. And if it gets over and gets big, mm. no chili cheese fries for you. So you know what? Fuck it. I am going to say it because we created it. I don't care if it's been co-opted in the recent months. I'm not impressed by that. But you know, we are another Carlton podcast. We were the first another Carlton podcast. (laughs) We bought you as always by MGA. Trad? No, you're not. You're just MGA, aren't you? MGA. MGA. Whatever. I don't care. N121 Media. My name is Sean Peterbudge. we don't I'm, care. I'm joined, that's your, that's your motto, isn't it? MGA, whatever, we don't care. Uh, I'm joined as always by the big fubber Actually, I'm going to go to Tim first because you're gesticulating wildly. I don't know what you're doing. Uh, Timbo, let's get straight into it. What were you doing,
2: where were you during yesterday's earthquake, to be honest? I was on the dunny. <laughs> you were doing a deuce, weren't you? I was. Uh, my wife was in the shower next to me. That's bizarre. Correct. Uh, and uh, And... My kids were playing downstairs, and my kids can be rowdy and all that sort of stuff. You thought you thought they were. The equivalent I thought they, of they a were six, shaking the house. You thought they were equivalent <laughs> of a four six on the Richter scale, and then and then after it lasted more than about half a second, you've gone. This isn't my kids, and uh, and and having been in um, Bali once when there was an mm, earthquake,
0: mm. that's on a plate, isn't
2: it? I've immediately realised we are in the middle of an earthquake and then once the house was shaking you thought i kind of hope this stops relatively soon <laughs> uh, <can laughs> you, so that the joint doesn't shake to pieces can you so. confirm
0: uh, you one of those were you were you having a deuce with your shirt on or off
2: Uh no no i was a shirt on shitter <laughs> so um, um you yeah, know it was uh get in get out be done with it, Love but it. Uh, yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was a vulnerable situation, shall we say? So, and as one of the blokes on uh, on um, on Twitter sort of said, you don't want to be that bloke who's uh, left, you know, lying in rubble <laughs> with your pants around your ankles or whatever else. <laughs> we finally found him, man. We finally found Timbo. Let's just say it, it it wasn't his best look. <laughs> so uh, we won't
1: be a, You can join a long list of famous people who have Elvis. Elvis being found on the uh, on the throne, yeah, the king at their at their last moment. <laughs>
2: Is that why they called him, the king? I think because he was on
0: the throne <laughs> when they found him. It was preemptive. Uh, yeah, look, we wouldn't tell the listeners that we found you that way. We just say Tim's not with us anymore. He's not doing the show anymore. He absolutely did not die on the toilet. Um, now, Timbo, before we uh, move on to the big Fabergé are you familiar with the term uh, cum dodger? <laughs> I only ask. I only ask you because uh, look at it, old mate, through the, the screen here. When it comes to organising these records, and it comes to organising where to record in person, nobody is a better cum dodger than old mate Fubba Ganoush. <laughs> You fucking idiot. Seriously, every time we go to record, this man advocates for the in-person record. We're in stage four lockdown. We haven't been able to go five steps out of the front yard. Why don't you just come to the office to record?
1: Never said that. I just said, where Tim. are we recording, Sean? Tim. The offer is often... Extended. Extended.
0: <laughs> and when we say, well, why don't you come to us? Because Tim and I, I said, are relatively I said we should close. record down at
1: the CFMEU offices. You weren't willing to join me down there. Because you
0: said we should go down there on Tuesday. The place was a war zone.
1: With the <laughs> I Hivies had all those on.
0: spare bloody high-vis <laughs> vests to hand out and no one to take them. The place was an absolute war zone. and yeah. But anyway, in all seriousness, Timbo and I are relatively close to one another. We said, why don't we go to the dungeon? Record in the dungeon. Can't do it. No, can't do that. Nope. Why don't you come to me? <laughs> I'm really busy, I'm really snowed in it's not I had things to
1: do today, Sean That uh, are, 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 are more pressing issues Than uh, figuring out where to record so, Okay, alright uh, you know, and, sp- and are you well, Fabian? Oh, don't really care uh, We that. don't ask those questions on okay. Pod, Timbo Because Sean
2: gets a little bit prickly
0: Because you're dying and it brings the mood down <laughs>
2: But he is not on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I probably will be eventually.
1: <laughs>
0: of the two of you who who's more likely to die on the toilet, it's definitely Fabian. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um, well, you know, I think we probably need to update. There were some people on Twitter that were keen to find out how you and I were going, and I think it's pretty important we update them. We are dipping our toes back in the water regarding the morning phone calls. They resumed tentatively last week and continued again today and yesterday. I'm
2: happy. I'm happy. It's good to know you're back in love again.
0: It's great. You know, I, Fab, Fab I, tried. Fab tried to go cold turkey, but as every junkie knows, the skag <laughs> is hard to shake. And he just couldn't do it, so he came back.
1: I uh, I have not changed my position on any of this, Sean. If I need to talk to you, I will call you. Otherwise, there'll be radio silence. What
0: was the question you asked me today? It was better than his usual well, you know, I asked
1: if you were going on strike as a workforce. Yes, course.
0: so that was somewhat uh, prescient, which is uh, a great departure from the kind of crap
1: FAB usually
2: serves up. Is there any risk that Australia Post employees could strike? I or? told FAB that I won't be going on strike because it just they means... that
1: don't work as it is, Timbo. Imagine, uh, imagine if they went on strike. <laughs> well, basically on part-time have, hours. Have, have you been vaxxed yet?
0: No, I'm getting my first one tomorrow. Excellent. Um, Excellent. But Welcome aboard. At the moment, I don't think it's a policy or anything. But the, the point is that Star Trek are apparently be going on strike. And, I sure did say that. And yeah. Fab was asking if we are, and I was kind of like, my attitude was, eh, it just means more work when we come back. So probably not. I'd probably just Because the mail
2: never stops. <laughs> it
0: doesn't stop. I've, I've, <laughs> the great Craig Ferguson told that story about his old man. You know, It's the pressure. Oh, it just right. keeps it building. Too, the yeah. mail just keeps yeah. building. And if you don't touch it, it doesn't go away. <laughs> So my attitude would be the rest of you can strike. Good, I'll, I'll come in, though, and I'll just do my round. Yep. But I fully support your endeavours.
1: How would was- the uh, the post office union uh, feel about that, Sean? How would they feel about you just <laughs> the breaking B- The breaks? POU.
0: <laughs> I hope they would respect my decision. Insubordination. I hope they would respect my decision. Uh Me and the union rep aren't on the best of terms, but that's fine. Um, (laughs) Just in general. (laughs) So it is good to see you, Faber Ganoush. Uh, We haven't seen you for a while, haven't heard from you until recently. I was concerned you might have... What did you think of the feathers?
1: I gave them a trim. You look good.
0: Uh Um, Yeah, it looks like it always does. Yeah, I did
2: it myself. Oh, I reckon, I reckon you've upped your game, mate. I'm, Again, I'm I mean, happy. This is I'm all, happy.
0: this is early pod areas. It's a visu- It's not a visual medium. <laughs> this is Just when, letting the listeners know Fab's looking good. Like when, remember when we did the, the kit previews, which was like a good idea, but it's not a visual medium.
1: So <laughs> that's that was the original chicken chi- chicken salad. It was, salad. yeah, it absolutely.
0: was indeed. That was. I the remember listening
1: place. to it on a tram. Was that was that was that the Billan era?
0: That was the and era. It Was, era. was yes. Um, very short-lived. The Bill, and, the, the bill Months. That's um, that's coming in a special box set for Christmas. <laughs> but uh, no, we are here to discuss, obviously, all the goings-on.
1: Um, we have... Do you reckon anyone who listens to us now was along for the journey? I hope not. Do... I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I've actually half
0: a mind to go back and delete those episodes, so they're gone.
1: <laughs> I, I, I tune in and listen. every time I need to be humbled. I'll sit down and listen to episode one or two and think... Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: there were some good ideas. The Rushmore.
1: A good <laughs> Stolen. <idea>. Stolen again.
0: <laughs> you know, the Rushmore was actually... I'm not saying that Andy and Bob stole the Rushmore. Do you know what I love but about they did, the Rushmore? They did do the Rushmore.
1: The, the biggest critic of the Rushmore was Tim. No, he I wasn't know. on pod then, but he was like, you guys have you left, left Herb this as Herb Elliott's not on the Rushmore. Please, Australian he never
2: got athletes. beaten. Unbeaten.
1: He, uh, his granddaughter... Can be on the Rushmore of sexy voices. She goes all right, does she?
0: You know who she is. It's Abby Jelmy. Oh, there you go. Did not know that. When you know that, it actually, you kind of see it. Yeah. When you know it, you're like, I actually do see that a bit. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, that's not important. Um, You two think I've convened this sitting of the pod to dissect the torrent of information that's come out of the club in the last couple of days good news, other news, whatever. Um, It's all a ruse. I've been pulling the strings all along. I've been conducting this. I've been playing the orchestra, if you will. to The get maestro, you, we're going to call the you. The maestro. <laughs> I've been doing this, the Navy hand, because you two idiots, 20 months ago, I sat here. I'm going to cast your minds back. I'm going to take you back in a time machine. Carlton, Collingwood, Prince's Park, the infamous Canadian club game, I said, and I quote, Sam Walsh is our best player. And you two idiots scoffed. Maybe I soon. Probably, I
2: was probably choking. Yeah. But. Um, You've been made yeah, to look it like. It was fools. an outrageous call at the time.
1: You've been made to look like fools.
2: You went early. You, you were like the media this week trying to anoint who had been signed already, even though they hadn't. But that's a look, whole other story. We'll go
0: into it. My favourite part of that entire situation was when they were saying um, Voss has got the gig. He's been told. Adam Kingsley's been told he's out. And I said. To someone, I go. He's a presenting tomorrow. Yes. So they might want to phone him tonight.
2: Yep.
0: <laughs> if he's out before he comes in. But no, you idiot said Walsh. He wasn't our best player. I don't know who you said was. Well,
2: I think we were saying Cripps was. Can
1: I? Can I then cast your minds back? No. Thirty-two <laughs> <What>? months. <laughs> Thirty-two bear- months before that, where you predicted that Patrick Cripps will be the greatest player in our history. Did Sean? I say that?
0: I said Sam Walsh might be. I said that earlier. No, Uli you said that I'm about going. Paddy Cripps. I said
2: if he keeps going. And he hasn't. He's stopped dead in his tracks. Well, no, he <laughs> has. But was Cripps was coming off his MVP year? Maybe going into that Carlton Collingwood game. I think so. Yeah. It's big balls, by you, mate. Big brass balls. It takes you, big to, you know what? Slap
1: the jets down. You
2: know what it you takes. To,
0: the jets down. You know what it takes to sell real estate? Brass balls.
1: <laughs> it is a horrible movie. It's a brilliant movie. But it has the best quotes.
0: What, what's mm-hmm. the movie? I don't know. Glen Gary, Glen Ross. <laughs> oh, okay. Alec Baldwin turns out... don't you
1: learn your trade. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Al Pacino soundboard's almost made up exclusively of Glen Gary, Glen Ross.
1: <laughs> See, people think the Al Pacino soundboard is
0: his very heavily
1: dominated by Scarface. It's not. They think it's, it's, his, they think it's, it's his career. All, it's Glen Gary Glen, Glen, it's Glen Gary, Glen Ross. It's all Glengarry Gary, Glen Ross.
0: No, it's it's an amazing movie. Okay. Uh, David Mamet wrote it. And uh, it's fun- it's phenomenal.
1: Okay. Oh, My let me out. buy a pack of gum. I'll show you how to chew it.
0: <laughs> you cost me six thousand dollars.
1: Six thousand dollars and a new Cadillac.
0: <laughs> the name's Ricky Roma. Anyway, we'll go on. We'll continue. Uh, anyway, what are you doing, Fab?
1: Nothing. Sitting down.
0: I just wanted to put the
2: frighteners up you.
0: Okay. Before we uh, chat, uh, Michael Voss, Timbo, have you spoken
2: to Adam? I spoke to Adam as he drove home from his interview. Have you spoken to him today? No, I have not. I text him. And would you I... like us to ring him on the pod live? <laughs> look, I don't. I don't think we want to be dancing on his... There'd be um, no dancing, Timbo. fortune.
0: Timbo, we would ring him and
2: first things, just text
0: him first and say, look, this would be really good for the pod.
2: First up. Apologies to any of the listeners that have their hopes up of maybe conversing with Adam Kingsley, but it's not going to be happening. I tried. I tried. So you haven't spoken to him just yet? (laughs) No, no, I haven't. He's, um, Adam and I It's probably best to give him a bit of space, though. Yeah, look, we have a very unique relationship, and um, he's, you know, when he wants to talk, he'll talk, and most of the time he's a pretty quiet, humble kind of a fellow. So um, I'm not going to... I'm going to let him give me as much as he wants to give me. So um, I, I've asked him a couple of questions that I haven't got responses from, Not and that was out of my own curio- curiosity rather than sort of trying to you know, get any information or whatever else. But um, you know, he, he'll be phenomenally disappointed, and I'm firmly of the belief that I think Adam Kingsley should be an AFL senior coach right now, I, and it doesn't matter where. Um It would have been interesting if it had been at our footy club. It would have been a hell of a hard ride, interesting ride, if it were at my footy club. Um, But having been through all of it and having listened to the responses saying how hard he made the decision for the panel to overlook him, I think is great. But I tell you what, it makes me wonder how the hell he didn't end up getting the Collingwood job. We are going
0: to speak about the process that Mm. we undertook. And we have some, I don't know about Fab, we have some feelings on the process, we will get to that. And, and look, with, with regard to Kingers, you know, we had a bit of fun and that's what we do on uh, on Twitter um, because of your connection to Adam. Uh, look, I, I'm firmly of the opinion I think he'll be St Kilda's next coach.
2: Well, I, I actually, and it was only on the prompt from you, Sean, I actually thought, and I think somebody else had even said it, you know, you know um, Chris Scott appears, like he's had a long tenure at the Geelong Football Club. He's had... Relative success there, not just the premiership that he won, but you know, obviously getting them to, you know, preliminary finals with regularity. But there comes a time when you need a new voice and and, and a new regime. And realistically, if Brian Cook was impressed by Adam yesterday, there's every chance that he's speaking to any of the power brokers at Geelong and sort of goes, and, and whether it's to be, yeah, just sort of say in future, you know, when you need to look at it, you've you got to make sure this guy's part of it because he's exceptional.
0: Now, for the record, as we continue uh, the conversation here, and we're going to uh, start with Michael Voss because that's where we have to start, the new coach of the football club. Nobody wants any appointment made by the Carlton Football Club. I don't care if it's a casual in the shop or the senior coach or the CEO. Nobody or, wants the or the janitor. Or the janitor. Very important in these COVID times, the janitor, janitor's on his game. Nobody wants these people, these appointments, and every staff member at the Carlton Football Club to succeed and be a roaring success more than we do, yep. and I'm saying us three, yep. and the Carlton community collectively. Nobody yep. wishes failure on anybody. Everyone wishes the absolute best from every single appointment. Um, so do bear that in mind as we discuss this and as we go through the conversation. Um Fab, your first impression of the news when it came through that Voss was confirmed?
1: Um, inevitability. Um, I just, I just had that feeling that um, he was always going to be the one. Um, I avoided initially the the press conference. Um, I don't know. I just, I just had a, a more of a weird feeling than anything else. There wasn't a feeling of excitement or like I wasn't flat and I wasn't really up and about. It was just. I don't know. I just I don't think I processed it. I get where you come for a from, chat, but um, and I, honestly, I don't think I still have processed it. To be honest, um, and I don't think that's a bad thing because a lot of the times, especially you know in the off season, this is this is our time of year for so the football club. We usually dominate the off season, and it's always about oh that's the best appointment and this is good and this is good and, and everything kind of turns out to be a bit mediocre. not so in the end. So maybe that the fact that this is a little bit toned down. Oh. Maybe from my own perspective, it might be a good thing.
0: You know what this is, Fab? This is Fab and I's theory about Manchester United kits. When the kit is schmick, when the kit is absolutely Ooh. top
1: draw, we You're are like rubbish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so when we see a kit and it's good, we go, oh, no. Oh, no. no. Oh, <laughs>
1: dear. The greatest kit United have ever produced. Was that David Moyes had it for a year. Wow!
0: It was a beautiful black collared, like absolutely cherry red, fantastic red with a beautiful black button-down collar, absolutely outstanding, and we were dog Dreadful. shit. <laughs> Absolute crap. Um, yeah, look, oh, look I'm, I'm a bit with you, Fab. I'm, I, I sort of, 24 to 48 hours ago, I was actually quite flat, and I, I was not feeling the way a, an appointment like this should make you feel. Yeah. I, was, I was a bit apathetic, and I was a bit frustrated, and, and we'll get into different reasons why. I thought with the process, we'd sort of painted ourselves into a corner and wasn't going to give us the best man or wasn't going to give us the man that wouldn't contradict what they'd said all along. Is that the best for the football club? I'm probably less so now. I'm probably more cautiously optimistic now than I was, you know, last night and the night before. Um, And and the reason for this, Tim, is can people, and in this case particularly, can coaches really change? So every coach who's been given a second opportunity – and in every sport, like legitimately, you think about different sports, we're we talking about football. Barassi was always the same at every club. Yep. Blight was always the same at every club. Wolsey was always the same at every club. Brett Ratten is the same coach at St Kilda that he was with us, and they're repeating almost the same steps that we did under Rats. So for better or worse, they're always the same coach, the same person, And it just feels like there's this nagging feeling in the pit of my stomach that in 18 months' time, please don't have us sitting here saying all the information was there in front of us.
2: Can I I respond to that and say... (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I, I think Michael Voss is extremely unique in that he was thrust into coaching without having done any apprenticeship at all. So any coaching philosophy he had... At the age of thirty-four, I think, I think was um, ill-prepared, naive, naive, um, lacking, and I think he was thrust in it. And he and his persona allowed him. And and it was a good footy side too when he when he first got him. I think, I think he was destined to fail with his lack of preparation in behind him, and 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 given that the dynasty was starting to fail and. Um, you know, Browning was getting towards the end of his tenure and all that sort of stuff. I, I think it was – he was genuinely set up to fail where he was at. And, and um, he probably got too involved in elements of the football club than he should have. He should have allowed other people to be able to do their job. And, you know, obviously that's familiar at Carlton of, you know, the, the past, past 18 months, two years. He'll fit right in. He'll fit right in. So, look, I, I think I think what's fascinating is he's – recognised that he had failings and shortcomings when he left senior coaching. And as he said, he's worked really hard. So if if he's if he has now created um, a solid philosophy as the way that he wants to coach, he's learnt and he's seen it play out along the way, I think he steps into the role um, with a massive advantage as a second-time coach relative to a lot of those guys who, who were ready to coach and it didn't work and then have since tried again, so... I reckon it's... Look, he does tick a box. We spoke a couple of weeks ago
0: um, about... I don't think cult of personality was the phrase we used, Fab, but the alpha, the idea of this this group needs an alpha. Yep. And I I think King would have been able to be
2: that. Most definitely.
0: But Voss, you kind of go, he's an easier sell for the outside people to go, well, of course Michael Voss is like that. Yep. And it just ticks a few boxes in that regard, doesn't
1: it, Fab? Absolutely. Um, And I think... And whilst tactically anyone coming in to be the senior coach of a footy club needs to be astute and understand what they're doing, given that – and I know the outside football community doesn't see it as much as we do – our playing list isn't as immature and in its infancy as most new coaches taking over a club inherit. And I think the leadership and that side of – Head coach, you know, driving and being, you know, and un- being able to sell the message of what it takes to be successful. You know, we called it all throughout the year, you know, we need like a Luke Hodge figure. We said it all yeah. I think Michael Voss perfectly fits that element. So provided that, you know, we get the right assistance around him. I think tactically, if we can get that to click in, then
0: well speaking about know. assistance, there is that spectrum, isn't there, Tim, of you know, convincing people you have the necessary tools. Kingers has got him, but the step for him is how do I convince someone I've got him? Correct. Whereas, you know, I've, I've made the note here that um, I think sometimes people conflate status and ability, yep. and and that can that can go in some people's favour, it can, it can count against others. But because because he's a phenomenal player, and Michael Voss was a phenomenal player, because of that, well, of course he'll be a great coach. And then there's the added thing of I actually want to see how he goes. Mm. We had it with Hurd. Hawthorne are going to have it with Mitch. How does he? How does he go? Jeez, we watched him play and he was great. So there's a curiosity as well when these great players, Blight was obviously one of them, and Barassi and these guys.
2: Peter Knights was a great footy player, well, no, too.
0: 100. percent No, but this is a great example where you go, oh well, Knight. I would like the. I'll give him a go because geez, Knight. And then he comes out and you're like, mm, as Warwick Kappa said, couldn't coach pigs to get dirty. Yep.
1: The one thing with Michael Boss going back to his his stint at Brisbane, especially. If you look at his first year, they, they were obviously quite good. They beat us. Um, they did. You were at Dirty but, Dancing. I oh, was at Dirty Dancing, the musical. Um, Had a great getting, night. Getting updates from Timbo that were, we're going okay. We're going okay. Oh, dear. Then the fucking message is dried. Bradshaw. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a text name fucking Bradshaw. Maybe
0: yeah. he was just watching mid-2000s <laughs> WWE SmackDown.
1: <laughs> the only thing that uh, lifted me from that effing Bradshaw tweet uh, text was... Uh, Nobody puts baby in the corner, Tim. Tell me your life. The the entire entire theatre just went absolutely nuts. It's one of those lines where if and you... I will say and I will say this. I went there and when Kelly told me she got tickets, I was flat. Yep. I actually enjoyed myself. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I can't. I it's can't say I didn't. I loved it. But um, back did to the, the Michael. Did the, did the
0: actor? Did the actor like? Did he deliver it, was...
1: it with gusto? I don't recall who the actor was. Probably. King Valentine was baby. It was probably Clay, Craig McLaughlin. He's who he is. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't think it was. I'm Craig. not saying
0: that because of any impropriety. He just plays all those characters no, in does, Australian
1: yeah. stage production. You do, do you do recall Hey Mona? I do. Yes. Yeah, that was a Craig McLaughlin hit from the day. Now, but I'll say back to <laughs> Vossy. Straight, straighten ourselves up a little bit. I don't know. When you've got when you're coaching, and the majority of your of your squad are former teammates. Hurts. It, it might help transitionally. So that's why it's first. it was okay because it was kind of more of the same. But when change needs to happen and things need to evolve, it might be more difficult to implement, implement you know, that change when you're coaching your mates. Absolutely.
0: And look, at, at Brisbane Timbo, we don't want to dwell on that too much because the past is the past. He's been given a fresh opportunity and we always hope for the best. Um, we'll know a lot about his philosophy and how much of that mirrors our own philosophy with what happens in the next kind of trade draft and all that. With with, Brisbane, he did load up on the now yep, and that really cost them down the line because a number of, they lost four or five really good young players because they just went, oh, well, there's nothing here for me, yep, um, which really set them back. So that's something that I'm a real watch this space on because we can't really afford that to happen.
2: No, and and I think I think the environment and the lay of the land at Carlton has been, we've done six years of a rebuild. You know, there's been a lot of work put in to be able to you know revitalize the list and bring young quality in and all that sort of stuff. We we are not a start at the bottom football side. We are a talented group of playing a, a talented group of players that have been operating without a tight game plan, with strong expectations and demands placed upon them by the head coach, and you tighten that up and you can make immediate improvement in our football club like that.
0: You know what we look like? We look like uh, the local recreational indoor soccer, indoor basketball team that's just being cobbled together for a fill-in game. And there's yep. some there's good players on the court. Like there are there are good players out there and you can see that there are good players. Well, but They don't know each other. But they don't know each other mm. and they don't play with any cohesion or any understanding. And occasionally stuff happens and you're like, that's good. Yeah. Wow, they've, they've figured that out on the fly a bit but on the whole it doesn't work yeah because we don't, they don't know each other it's not good look I, I I need to say this again but nothing would make me happier fab than Michael Voss gets up on the dais on grand you know can final day and says Ian Prendercast you were wrong <laughs> nothing would <laughs> no, make." he's going to say Sean through budge <laughs> I, I, you want, were wrong.
2: I want the brand recognition I tell you do you know do you know what I'm actually afraid of I don't know what I'm afraid. I'm afraid of round round one. Oh, why's that? Well, David Teague now coaches at uh, Richmond. Mate, he didn't know who any of and, our players were. <laughs> and, and Adam, we'll, is, just, and, we'll and, just play. And Adam O'Brien is obviously going to be and jilted. Dow, and
1: you know, we'll play all the players that he refused to play. So someone will turn around. <laughs> so who's this bloke? Who's this guy? Go, <laughs> and then
0: Adam Kingsley will be like, "That's Lockie O'Brien." <laughs> and David Teague had never met him. I <laughs> <Okay. laughs> don't, don't, don't know <laughs> guy. You're Says a, a bit, liar. The, go, Teague, he goes dead set. What, who is this guy? He's a new player. I'd be like, he's only been on the list five years, David. I've <laughs> never seen him, never spoken to him. Um, they might play Michael Gibbons out of the goal square. I don't think they will, David, but... You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've seen it happen before. It looked really good. Um, assistant coaches, Um mm-hmm. I'm a bit wary. Look, like, this is a thing of mine where... And the conversation abounded with David Teague and with a guy like Voss, it's kind of um, amplified. I'm always wary when... People come out and say, I've got to support the coach with A-plus assistant coaches. And you go, well, that's you want to get the best assistance you possibly can. But in the case of Michael Voss, mate, he's been in the elite AFL system for the best part of three decades. How much help? And David Teague's like 25 years or 20 years, whatever. You're like, that's a long time to be at the absolute elite end of something and yet need heaps of help. Like it's, yeah. is that a is that a flag? not a? I'm not saying Voss has requested that, but the conversation about that is a flag to me. Where you're like, at what point should this person be more self sufficient?
1: Yeah, if but- you look at success, sorry Timbo, oh, yeah. um, I think you do. Regardless of who's at the top, you do need to be surrounded by people that bring something different. So and those people need to be good at what they do. I think it's imperative that we do surround any coach with quality assistance, um, and that shouldn't detract from the coach himself. So I just think, you know, everyone needs to be surrounded by a team to, to help them get the best out of themselves, more, more complimentary than anything else.
0: I've had it relayed to me, Tim, which is an interesting thing that um, from, from someone who said that, and they knew Lossy, the coach, and they said that Michael Voss was one of the sharpest football minds. He goes, unbelievable, like really good. Because His coaching crew at Brisbane was just un- unacceptable.
2: Because
0: yeah, okay. the competency of what he had around him was just, for a first-time coach and for a guy that was literally a first-time coach, he hadn't even been an he assistant just coach. He needed more, yeah. So David Teague had been an assistant coach for 10 years. You know, He'd coached the Northern Bull Ants and all that kind of stuff. So Vossi was far further back in his development as a coach, but he said he just had nothing.
2: Well, he was a clean slate. Like, he, he, his coaching acumen was built on knowing how to play. And yes, you played under Lee Matthews, and yes, you can say, this is my philosophy, this is the way I'd like to see football played. But he'd never actively coached. He'd never gone through the process of breaking games down to be able to say, Sean, this is what you've done well, this is what you've done wrong, be better here. You know, GameStyle asks yeah, you short, to be doing uh, this. Very yeah. short segment on the wrongs. <laughs> but, 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 and, that, and that's what I was going to get to, you know, as far as the the new group of assistant coaches that we'll, we will have. I think when you're the head coach, you oversee everything. You don't get down into the fine granular detail. You allow your line coaches to be able to do that. At the end of a game, everybody goes away and does their own review for their part of the ground, and they'll cut up. So if you're in charge of the back line and you've got, say, eight players... You cut up the vision and basically every single possession or involvement that player has ends up being cobbled together and you may end up with nine minutes of vision, say. Then you go through one-on-one with your line coach going through each of your involvements in that nine minutes and you go, the expectation of you was you were to do this, this and this. Tick, tick, you tick. You did it, you did it, you did it, perfect. Do the same thing again. Here, your starting position is wrong. Oh got yourself back in you squared the contest good but make sure that you start off in a better place and yada 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 and then that's where this
0: is the level this just can i stop you there tim this is what the beverly hills under 12s this is the quality quality of what they're getting
2: Yep. Never seen a skerrick of vision from me whatsoever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel, you know, Fab and I have had our doubts about your coaching along the journey. But that little snapshot.
2: You know what you're talking about. I, big man. I'm
0: like, I'm on board now. The Tim train for next year. Um, Timbo, the assistant coaches, Cam Bruce left for Brisbane. Yep. No surprises there. It, it seemed like it was a weird one at the time. Uh, nothing disparaging against Cam Bruce that he had remained. It was a bit like, oh, okay. Right. There might have
1: been some contractual obligations no, 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 no. Yeah. I, think,
0: I think there was. And they have probably said, if you can get another gig, get it. I'd get another gig. Um, so he goes, Barker's gone, Amos has gone, Teague is obviously gone, Stanton is gone. The uh, coaching profile page on the website is looking very thin <laughs> <laughs> just at the Bank. moment. Um, you know what I'd love to see? And I think a lot of footy clubs fall into this trap. It's one of the most frustrating things in the world. Higher... Coaches with a specialty in what they're coaching. Don't hire John Barker and say, "Barks, you're coaching the backs or <laughs> the mids." Go, no, you've never played. Well, no, no. Like Matty Scarlett, for instance, if they hire him, yeah, you're not going to make him the forward line coach. Coach the backs.
2: But if you can coach, you can coach. So don't. I'd I take on board what you're saying. However. And I still think it's important as an organisation. You bring somebody in, you've got to grow the person as well.
0: They can grow the so, person
2: so doing you, what they do best. Yeah, but you can't keep a guy niche. So if Matthew Scarlett comes across, and I don't advocate for him to become the forward lines coach... If he does, Tim, I'm going to... No, 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 and he won't, clearly. he fly kick you to the face. But in five years' time, if Matthew Scarlett has ambitions of being a senior AFL coach, he will have taken a midfield, he will have taken a forward line... And he can talk to those players. No, again, but coaching is coaching. If you know what the game plan is, you know what the expectations are, you can coach it. I'll give you the example. At Collingwood, Robert Harvey was the backs coach. Yep. And you're like,
0: what? Yeah. Fair call. Like, what do you... You've got one of the great midfielders of his era. But wouldn't a midfielder be learning off him? Yeah, but he's
2: growing his craft, isn't oh, he? Ah, it's dumb.
0: What do you think, uh Who do you reckon we should target,
1: assistant-wise? Um... <laughs> This is the one time where, and I'd I hope it doesn't come across as lazy. I, I just don't know. It's well, like even when Luke Power, and I'm all power to him, he gosh. won assistant coach of the year. How on earth does anyone know what oh, type of assistant a, coach Luke Power that's, is? That's a
0: weird one because he, he was a development coach for the first half of the year. Must have been a bloody special second half of the year.
1: <laughs> what? Well, yeah, I just I don't understand how internally you can, you know people at your club, the recognition for doing you know, good jobs and so forth, but how there is an industry award for the best assistant coaches when no one apart from the club itself knows what's going on. So, look, a- I Adam don't know. I month. don't know who's out there. I don't know oh, no. what they bring to the table. Look, Adam King- I know that Adam Kingsley Scarlet has resigned. A- Sorry,
0: Timbo just dropped. Adam Kingsley is a former AFL Coaches Association Assistant Coach of the Year. He is. Wow. What does a trophy look like? I don't know.
1: It's Timbo and his yellow budgie smugglers. <laughs> it's,
0: a, it's a bust. It's a broad you know, he, bust.
2: A- Adam won it probably it's just Timbo five years from ago, like, six
0: years ago maybe. It's just Timbo from the navel down with the budgie smugglers on. It's a weird one. It's an aggressive bust. But I think yes. it, I think it, I think it gets the the point across. I think it really does.
2: But it is voted on by the players, and obviously, if there are eighteen teams,
1: players of which yeah, team? Players well, are you, not going to for have Adam Kingsley at Richmond. No, well, and that's it's my like...
2: point. Is is, is 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 Brisbane players getting votes, giving votes to Adam Kingsley at St Kilda at the time? Can you, when you when King is eventually
0: gets in touch, can you just clarify this for us? Go. It I'm won't deep, be my first question, look, but deep, I will find out what I
2: can find I'm out. I'm deeply
0: sympathetic, Kingers, we'll get to all that stuff later on, but can you please tell me
2: how you won that award? Well, it just makes you think the playing group has gotten together and said, who is our best assistant coach? Okay, it's Kingers. When you get the voting slip, everybody votes Kingers. He'll get maximum votes, therefore he should win. Like, to me, I don't see how else you win that award.
1: We should have got Johnny
2: Parker over the line just should've. as a laugh.
0: No, we should have, because that, that would have put his value up, and no disrespect to Johnny Barker, one of the greats, and then people would have been banging down the door. the greats. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that. Have you met Johnny Barker? It's he's like he's a, he's a, a very nice
1: He's a very nice man. <laughs> a lovely bloke. Oh, unbelievable.
0: Couldn't coach the stoppages. He won, he, he won, a, he won
2: a couple of games for us, didn't he?
0: Uh, As yeah, coach. at
1: least one.
2: Well, he was coaching when we went into the draft that Wheaters was taken at one, so it was a very, it was a close run race towards the end of the year and we were pretty much choosing between Weetering and Shacky.
0: Oh, didn't we, we like, we inexplicably beat someone to go to second last and then Brisbane beat Brisbane someone.
2: beat someone in the final round. I remember going for a walk thinking we'd lost the number one draft pick and by the time I got three quarters of the way around the walk I was going to do, we were back into the number one pick. <laughs> you idiots, Brisbane. Yeah.
0: Um. Anyway, uh, on now to – that's enough of the Michael Voss stuff. On now to Brian Cook, obviously an enormous uh, appointment earlier last week or I've lost track of the days. doesn't really matter. Um, Regarded as one of, if not the absolute best in the business, Fabaganoush. Good capture? Bad capture? Great capture?
1: You have to say great capture. Um, Takes me back to the the famous Dick Pratt saying when he asked for a list of the best candidates. He asked for it for CEO at the time and they gave him a list of candidates and they were all pretty much dog shit. He said, no, what's this? And they said, this is the list of available candidates. Mm. He said, I don't want to know who's available. I just want the best. So the fact that we've gone out and got the best is, um, well, you can't ask for anything else.
0: Do you have any concerns that he'd effectively decided to retire earlier in the year?
1: Um, No, sometimes retirement... Sometimes you just need a change of environment, a challenge. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes everything just gets a little bit too monotonous and you just and repetitive. So, well, no, well, oh, I'm not worried about that.
0: I mean, speaking so. from experience, that's how you left GTA and ended up at MGA. You and Cookie, <laughs> similar trajectories.
1: <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> there's, something really, there's something really wrong with you. Um, um, oh, but, no, look, but you I, do. I, th- I think. I think what Cook will bring to the table is the
2: ability to get people to do their role. Correct. And and, and he's been employed on the back of a review that has been very, very explicit in saying, this is the way that you need to operate. These are the roles that you need to undertake. So there's almost been a blueprint that says, this is what we want to look like. So the CEO brief, I reckon is pretty simple.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, you spoke and today he- um, about wanting and needing better leaders at all levels of the club. That was probably the biggest yep. takeaway um, from his mouth that I, that I thought in the, in the press conference. We need better leaders uh, at every level of the club. Yeah. And, and you kind of go, oh, yeah. And, and look, my interest in that sort of piqued my interest, if you will, because from the outside looking in, a concern of mine would be that you're emboldening and asking existing people, largely existing people, to be something that they probably haven't really shown an interest or ability to do. Yep. Just at the moment, the review has obviously come and gone and um, tipped some people out, but largely the staff is is intact, is the same. And if you're asking for leadership and you're asking for this level of standards and level of execution, you're going well. That that the football stuff didn't affect our inability to be all of that. So can you become something that you aren't or haven't shown an ability to become already?
1: Well, it's his role to find out who is and isn't up to it Yeah, in those roles that are removed from the the high-profile roles and ensure that people in those roles do have the leadership qualities that are required, I think. And Timbo and I had this discussion a couple of hours ago about empowering people to lead and control what they need to control, what's been assigned to them and not to, you know, try and do too much. And something that Michael Boss early in his coaching career might have tried to do too much, the whole Bomber Thompson tried to do too much and peeling all that back, you do your role and everyone else has to do their role. And I think Brian Cook has that ability to kind of keep the reins on everybody and... Whilst we've been at pains to give Kane Little all the kudos that he deserved for a lot of the off-field stuff, he also didn't like to help, you know, to stay in his lane from a perspective of a CEO. He'd love to get involved in the football operations side a little bit too much, and it's it, it's that it has to come from the top. If the guy at the top isn't staying in his lane, how does everybody else?
2: And I think you're right, given staying there. Given that Brian Cook has undertaken the role to ensure, you know, to correct what was not going right at Geelong. Given that he's got a pretty tight brief to be able to say this is what the the expectation is, he can watch it to make sure it doesn't go offline and continues to stay as it needs to. So it it really it has every possibility to start off really, really harmoniously. It's a matter of maintaining that. And then obviously in maintaining it, if we start getting some results along the way like and everybody... Really
1: validates it.
2: Yeah, it does. So, so
1: but he's it, also said it, it may take time because he absolutely. may discover that there are certain people in certain roles who, whilst they may be good at certain things, aren't necessarily what we need. And that's both so, off
2: field as well. But I, I mean, I think, you know, Sean alluded to this on, on Twitter today. Two games ago, we conceded 19 goals in a row. Now, Master-minded
1: obviously, by Vossies.
2: Well, and this is the thing. He, he was sitting in a position where he watched it all play out but was still happy to take on the role. So there needs to be a fast turnaround. I mean, e- equally, you can also say, well, Damien Hardwick was in the coach's box when they got beaten by about 140 points by the Sydney Swans in the final round of the year and they won the flag the next year. So it can change quickly. And I don't think that 19 goals straight was reflective of where Carlton is at. Um, and... and nor is it probably reflective of where Port was at, even though they played some pretty good footy, but they also succumbed relatively meekly when it when it really, really counted.
0: What a roller coaster of emotions, Timbo. I thought, you know, three or four in a row was sort of, I and mean, that's this is probably going to put the brakes on this. And then it got to sort of nine, ten, and you went, oh, I'm pretty furious now. And then by the time it got to about 16, you were just like, just keep going.
1: Yeah, well, absolutely. He's turned sadistic. Though. Yeah. Do us by twenty. Oh, it's it's masochism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: dare you. I put the I put the mask on. I zip the mouth shut, and I just went, "Do it,
2: do it, do, do it, it harder." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm ready.
1: Bite down on that ball,
0: Tim. Said, said the safe word is Voss. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, oh, so
2: so sorry. Just to jump around, we we the talk in the media and and my my relationship masochism. with the media of the last week has been you know really really challenged because. When you are aware of what the status is and you hear the media saying stuff that's blatantly not true, um, you it really makes you wonder whether they know anything at all or is it just full dartboard action.
0: Now, well you you made the point which was quite interesting, having the knowledge of, of what King is what stage he was at. Yeah. At a various you know, he's he's going into interviews sort of thing and, and before that it's it's had his, he's had a phone call and that kind of thing. And so it was interesting to have that perspective on this occasion. And, and you made the point that I think they've got the intel that's right, yep. which is it's down to two. And the attitude is, I'll just guess. yeah, I'll just pick the guy that I think is probably... Voss is probably 70-30 maybe. Yep. And I'll pick Voss. And if Kingsley wins, then the copy becomes... Because he
2: blew him away. Blew him away in the final interview. So it was Voss. I was right. But, but the group flipped. Oh, Kingsley <laughs> blew him away. Yep. So... Um, but sorry, th- what I was going to say is the media and the commentary at the moment seems to be leaning towards um, Nigel Lappin being an assistant coach. Um, apparently, Matthew Scarlett resigned today at Geelong. Um, there had been talk that he may um, uh, that he may come across, um, but equally there was some sort of talk about whether he was um, going to even continue coaching. So, so I'm, I'm interested to see what the pivot is at the moment from a Matthew Scala perspective because we may very well announce him tomorrow as an assistant coach. I think we should just
0: announce him now and then well, whether he's a- apparently signed. Apparently there's some chance that he doesn't continue coaching. No, whether he's, so. whether he's signed or not. <laughs> and then just make him go, well, I mean, everyone's going to expect you to do it, so yeah. why don't you just do it?
2: And Andrew McWalter, to my understanding, was a contracted assistant coach and I don't think he would be available to us well, unless Well, he wasn't he's,
1: available when we are discussing it. On, you know, on behalf of Ross, or we were thinking about Ross taking over the job. So
2: the how, comes is, in. how is he now
1: available?
0: Teague comes in. So you'd think Richmond would have to potentially lose one.
2: But if he was contracted, they're not replacing him. Well, maybe so. they knew he was going. I don't know. We'd be, I, I don't know. And, and maybe there's been enough of a discussion to be able to say we would like this guy, mm. and they're happy to release him from his obligations because um, well, there were certainly discussions regarding that you, with, with Adam's feel, assistant coaching Or did you get well. the sense
1: from the press conference that these appointments are kind of already being put in place?
0: Uh, or, no, or... not not put in place, but I think they'd have sounded people out.
2: Yeah. And, and as Adam sort of said, you know, he his frustration with the process um, had been that um, there were too many assistant coaches that were signing while Carlton was still trying to establish the head coaching position and you were losing time to be able to get what was deemed to be Best of breed, and I know in Adam's conversations with me, he was very keen on trying to get onto Corey Enright, um, which would make sense, you know, a 300-odd game, triple premiership player, you know, is a is a pretty good... Where did he go, St Kilda? I think it was St Kilda, actually, which is a pretty good appointment. And, and equally, Harvey has signed at... Hawthorne. Hawthorne, which I think, again, very, very good appointment, and had obviously worked with Adam in his St Kilda days as well, so obviously the fact that adam hasn't gotten the role than any of the people that he may have been interested in you know now irrelevant oh, but I suppose, um, I suppose
0: what you're what you're saying is we were on the right merry go round for us correct because we need a senior coach but just off to the side the little smaller merry go round with all the really good assistants is still turning kind of going, well, on yeah. the teacups yep. absolutely um, look and just one last thing on this the one thing i would just put into the ether rightly wrongly or otherwise we keep saying it love to be wrong um, I just hope we aren't going for. And Luke says, I just hope the attitude isn't a bit of yesterday's heroes. I just, I just something about it where you go. Brian Cook is phenomenal and has been phenomenal for such a long time. Outstanding. Where is he at the moment? He wanted to retire. We've, we've lured him out of retirement. He's Michael Corleone. They've dragged him back in. And then you got, you know, Michael Voss, who we were really into, ten or 12, 13 years ago when we got ratting, Yep. and it didn't work. Fab. Stop. Sorry. What are you doing? I
1: was cleaning my mouth.
0: Yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> um, but you sort of go, you go through the, and even you go, you get Parko on the coaching selection subcommittee and you're like, fuck, Parko, unbelievable. You get Wheat Diesel as a footy boss and you're kind of like, you're like, oh, I don't know if this is right, but their names, their names that we're familiar with and their names that you go, are they as relevant as we need them to be in 2022? It's a question that we don't have an answer for.
2: And look there there is definitely a balance in that you can't have everybody old, you know, for want of a better word, across the board in every single position. You do need need some new blood and new ideas and whatnot going along. So but when you're starting again, you do need a little bit of proven leadership. You can't be all brand new. So maybe Luke Sayers is brand new. Maybe Vossi's new ish, having been there, but you know, starting again, having you know a a stronger head in um a Brian Cook and um a, and David Parkin being you know the doyen of coaching I mean he's done it but he's also taught it at Deakin University and all that sort of stuff he knows everything there is to know about coaching he's he's you know cut it apart put it all back together turned it inside out and can recognize every single element of it so having a guy like that presiding over uh, a process like that is always going to be great it doesn't mean that he's going to put one of his contemporaries in but he's going to recognise somebody who really understands the art of coaching
0: you know what Parco's got? got the bona fides
2: he loves a bona fide Where
0: was it the 90s one of the videos he just kept saying uh, It's bona, the gathering storm he kept saying bona fides loves a bona fide <laughs> but by the end I was like we get it Parco It's yeah. <laughs> fides we've got it uh, ok onto the process and Luke Sayers now I've got a bit of a monologue here you're going to you're gonna have to bear with me. So a lot of people became very, very interested in the process over the last two, three, four weeks, didn't they? Like, it was this great thing that we were conducting a process because a process means good things. If you're doing a process, you mean business. Yeah? Let's just,
1: let's just talk going about it. You're about it the right way. Yeah, let's,
0: let's just talk about the process and try to get – these are all things that have been spoken about and people know about. We sacked David Teague with the intention of wooing Alistair Clarkson.
1: On the 26th of August, that was. If we couldn't get
0: Clarko, Ross was second in line. And we said this, we flagged this when we detailed at that press conference with Little and Sayers, we want, quote, an experienced coach. Yep. So the die was cast. We couldn't convince the former, and Ross was the favourite of some internally. I think you can draw a line that he was the favourite of Sayers at one point in the process, such as it was. But alas, two senior figures. They've raised doubts. As to his suitability, because he did something at a function and people lost their marbles, and Carlton respects. Ross seemed unperturbed by this when he was asked about it. On um, he seemed comfortable, and he, with regard to how it would or wouldn't affect his candidacy and how the process was playing out from his end, he seemed comfortable. But then, into focus, Timbo came a turd-shaped um, <laughs> a turd-shaped epiphany. That, no, this process isn't good enough. No, 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 no. A TSE. It, it, well, this isn't process. Because well, we, we, this, this, we need a process because it sounds really good and, and, and it, it's going to be thorough. So they slapped together a subcommittee. They slapped yep. together that pretty hastily, yeah?
2: So it, first it, it, first can, it can be seen as that way, mate, yes. Mate,
0: they slapped the subcommittee. The committee was slapped together with all the grace of a KFC trainee putting a two-piece feed together.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yep. KFC and was, a TSE. There was Got stuff it.
0: everywhere. And you're like, shit, where's the chicken? Where's the chips? The potato and gravy's missing. That's what I oh, That's it was all right. right. You can keep that. That's oh, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. But the committee comes together. It's a motley crew of people who might be suitable, maybe, to make such an important decision. You've got Tim Lincoln, phenomenally successful businessman. Phenomenally successful. Absolute utmost respect for what he's achieved in his private endeavors. Outstanding. You've got Paddy Kinnersley, similar. Unbelievable. If you, you know, her work with Our Watch. And putting together Carlton respects first rate. Absolute A plus. Should either of those people be deciding who the Carlton coach is? Based on their I, skill sets and experiences?
1: I think Tim brought the the data analysis. What are, they, what are they?
0: analyzing, mate? What does that even mean?
1: I don't know, but Sayers was at
2: pains to mention it today in today's in the press conference yeah, today,
0: and that's part of it. It's so a smoke screen, and then there's the for CEO. what it's
2: worth. Adam, in meeting him, said he was extremely impressive. I don't, for no, what no, it's no. worth, Oh,
0: I don't doubt that. Like if t- fad, is this too Stop it, fad. please. You make a noise, no, and that's it. I don't doubt that. But what skill set does he have to pick a senior coach? And then you've got the real ace in the deck, the CEO who, as he sat on this subcommittee,
2: was 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 actively
0: being replaced.
1: (laughs) That was weird.
0: Actively, yeah? That was weird. Actively. So whilst some senior figures, and one probably very particularly senior figure, was talking to Ross, others were working the phones to make sure that people found out we were casting a wide and ambitious net. People called Fagan, people called Bucks, people called Chris Scott. To make it seem as though... We were conducting the search. And some of these some of these phone calls are just a waste of data. A complete waste of time. But it comes back that oh they called Chris Fagan and asked if Chris Fagan or they called uh, Nathan Buckley if he was in... Yeah, we weren't interested. It was all a smokescreen. Because we weren't. We didn't want those two guys. Because all the while this is happening, we're still courting Alistair Clarkson. And the process which has taken shape, well, it's a process in name depending on what your name is. Because all those other players, uh, coaches are subject to this process. Alistair Clarkson is not. If Clarko wants the job, the process ends, and he's got it. He I don't it, think
1: you? the process was applicable to Ross initially. Initially, I think, no, no, no. And so that's don't it. I think Ross,
0: absolutely. Think. So this is what happens. All the while we pester Clarko. Ross asks for clarity, and it isn't really forthcoming. What's the process? Who's involved? And he couldn't really be told what it was. So he removes himself from contention. This is after it gets back to him. That someone's, uh, they, hey, they rang me about the job. Mm. Brad Scott. What's going on? And he's sought clarity, didn't really get it, and he's gone, well, what are you doing?
2: Yep.
0: And etc. So remember, we still want an experienced coach. That's been on the record. So we sack the sitting uh, CEO. We bring in the new man, who was then told at this point that we've narrowed the coaching search to two. He comes in at that point. We've got two candidates. Who are you, you're asking, the previously experienced Michael Voss, Tick, and Adam Kingsley. We want an experienced coach, Tim. So, the two make the final, uh, I think the final four we spoke of is McWalter and G and Syracuse are both inexperienced. Yeah. Did they interview the other two? No, they did not. They interviewed, they didn't present as far as they had a phone call, like an yeah. informal yeah. sort of thing. There's a lot of Zoom stuff. Which,
1: yeah. which we'll get. We'll get, put that down to 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah.
0: those are the final two, Michael Voss and Adam Kingsley. I wonder how this will play out. Yeah. We're on tenterhooks. We're waiting, aren't we? So, it isn't clear if we spoke to Adam Uze as well, who's a very highly thought of assistant coach. You would
1: think that he's a little bit preoccupied at the moment. No, no, but
0: this is the thing. We haven't spoken to him because he hadn't received a call. We haven't mentioned him. He's a very highly thought of assistant coach at Melbourne, credited largely with turning their fortunes around. Unbelievable. So, the two final candidates are invited to present on Wednesday, Timbo. One of them, who lives interstate, addresses his current employer and bids farewell on the Tuesday night before he and the man going for the job with him have spoken to the club face-to-face. This man, who would have to do two weeks hard quarantine if he was to return to Adelaide from an interview in Melbourne unsuccessfully, says goodbye. Thanks for the memories. I'm moving on.
1: Fallout boy style.
0: That's it. Absolutely. Without any of the um, the vows. But... The the two present, yeah, just the two, because that's all we need to make it look like a process. We only need a winner and a loser. We need a, the, the successful candidate and the bridesmaid. That's all we need for this to appear legitimate. So the two present, and then by um, Wednesday night, we've got a verdict. The two are presented that day. That's announced 12 hours later?
2: Yeah, Yeah. yeah six, 16 hours later, mate. Yeah,
0: 16 hours later. The whole thing feels corrupted and influenced by agendas, by prejudices, resulting in a shotgun wedding. We wanted Clarko because, bear in mind, they ran Clarko as recently as the weekend. It was like Monday, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: Uh, weekend, Saturday. He said he spoke to him on so Saturday, or Sunday.
0: Like the review, it's all window dressing. It's all the fabrication. It's constructed to appear as though we're ticking the right boxes all the while achieving the ends we want. The ends we wanted was teak out we don't want to be old Carlton. We don't want to be old Carlton and just sack him, which we're within our rights to do. Yep. We want to be new Carlton, considerate Carlton, process Carlton. And we want to go through this review and tick the boxes, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, which everybody on the outside knew anyway. In fact, most people I... were surprised that there weren't more savage cuts. Going, really? Oh, he kept his job? Mm-hmm. He's staying? He's not to blame? He You kept him? So they get rid of the people they want to get rid of, so, as Roy Keane would say, Fab, do me a favour. Do me a favour. Look what
1: I've where I have um like I just, just have bad feelings about the process is the fact that there was different criteria for different people. And I can accept that. Clarko shouldn't have to sit in an interview. He's the best there is and if he's available, well you scrap the process and you throw it in the bin.
0: But don't lean on the process like they did. No,
1: but that's where it is. But for other candidates who should be, and Tim disagrees with this, and this is fine, we've had this discussion, other candidates, such as a Ross Lyon, I believe have done enough that they also don't need to sit and interview... You know what you've got. You either want it or you don't.
0: I think Ross Lyon goes straight through to a
1: presentation. Exactly. Exactly. However, the... Reasoning behind Ross needing to sit the interview is what leaves a bit of a sour taste in my mouth. It was—it's this. It, it was obviously the board wasn't unanimous in ratifying him, or you know, or ratifying him as a potential candidate, which he was under the impression he would be.
0: What's what's confronting for me in all this is based on seemingly the criteria of what we needed as a senior coach, he's probably still the best option.
1: Absolutely. And we didn't even and, speak and, to and, him. And this is... Well, we didn't speak to obviously him obviously, Timbo doesn't need to say anything here. I'd have preferred him over Adam as well. I just think he... If Clarko's not there, and I think with Clarko, you ask once, maybe you ask twice. That's it. You know, we don't need to go and get the full Brazilian, put the short skirt on, because we, we will start... It was getting so embarrassingly desperate. Went
0: for a strut yeah, with the much. yoga pants on, Fab.
1: Well we? Oh, sure, Jesus.
0: Fab lost He lost his place today. We were having a chat about something and he... I thought he'd seen a, a crash or a bad incident or somebody on the sidewalk in a bad way. No, just saw some young chick wearing a pair of tight yoga pants. He lost
1: his place. <laughs> Sorry. Driving down the wrong side of Plenty of Road. He took out five people. He took out <laughs> Took out a tram stop. And we took out Pep Guardiola. Um...
0: Because why so, am yeah, so, I still so, here?
1: So, <laughs> what are you, you're here again. Um, that's that's the only thing that that irked me. Is if if we've allowed ourselves to have this so-called incident get in the way of allowing us to obtain a top-notch qualified senior coach, then yeah.
2: But, I think, as you said, w- we they, we just weren't prepared to ratify his employment and that's on what what basis though Tim well I don't need to go into chapter and verse you know and I think the listeners know and ultimately they've said as a football club we're not going to entertain this and at the end of the day they've put their flag in the ground and said this is this is what we represent and as a result Ross Lyon is not going to coach our football club he may be the best football coach available however he is not Penske material, as, uh, <laughs> as um, um, was that George or yeah, was that George, 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 George once yeah. said? So, um, so look, I, I think at the end of the day, I think we have to make peace with that, whether we like it or not. Um, but like George Timber, he thought he was getting a job directly for Penske. Did yes. he not? So he, he was,
1: I think Ross, is obviously people on the board who wanted Ross, who whispered sweet nothings to Ross, and Ross was under the impression that he had that support. You know, and we should and done, I think
2: that the need for a unification of um, direction and awareness and a, a proper process... Um, I just have doubts that the process we undertook was as legitimate, as rigid as
0: on the level.
2: I think the process was evolving yeah. while the process was being undertaken. Uh, as Did to- we
1: need six people on this, on this panel?
2: No. Uh, no, look, at the end of the day and and, and the comments that Sean made before... I think from a groupthink perspective, putting three people in the room that are exactly the same way cobbled together to ask them to be able to make a decision, they're going to largely come at the same person. Having a bit of variety and people coming from a slightly different background allows them to be able to look at what's there and and take away what you take away. I, I think there's you know some rumour going around that the um, the panel was split three to two, three in favour of... Vossi, too, in favour of Kingsley. Whether whether that is indeed the truth, we will never know. And then, obviously, and, and whether that was prior to final interview or post. You know what they should have done, Timbo? Vossi and Kingers should have gone back to Icon Park. They should have marched in
0: with their staffs and the Flames. And then Luke Sayers should have got up tribal <laughs> council style and gone, one vote Kingsley, one vote Voss. And gone through it that way and then gone, sorry, Adam, you will not be coach of Carlton. Yeah. And extinguished the blue flame.
2: And, and look, I would love that, but I, I think Put
0: what on the website live stream it <laughs> on the website. Imagine the drama. What's what's Anthony Lapalia's brother's name? Uh, what is it, Jonathan Lapalia. Yeah,
1: yeah. Is, is he the uh, is he tribal council? Is he the yeah? Host? He's the host. Yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Could we get them to do some challenges as well?
1: I was going to say make it physical.
0: Oh yeah, but Kingers, have you seen Kingers arms? Kingers is, does, is does
2: Kingers ever do leg day timber? No, Kingers is, is very very strong in the legs, very strong. I've never seen him from the waist down.
0: Excuse me? <laughs> no, I haven't. Like, even in. Tim, fo- Timbo has? <laughs> well, even in, like, photos and vision and stuff, because he's always, like, a tight medium talking to Dimmer or whatever. You, you never see them. You just see them from the torso up with the polo on and all the. Kingers
1: King loves a bit of a high. Oh, he does. What, he's probably. He's the probably, high he's, sleeve. He's
0: probably a size too small in the shirt. The shirt's. <laughs> he probably should be a 2X. But I think he's rocking the way.
1: I think Kingers and his former teammate, Stewie Jew up upper size. Well Stewie For, for, for different, different reasons. Very, for different reasons. <laughs> yeah.
0: Kingers needs more shape space across the chest and yes, the arms. Yeah. Dewey just needs a bit more on the guts. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Dewey can borrow some of my stuff if he needs it.
0: Well, you'd have to have it uh <laughs> you'd have to have it taken in, wouldn't
2: you? <laughs> no, I wouldn't think so, Jesus. <laughs> sure.
0: What a but but on
2: this. no, the, the ultimate thing that I was going to say is is I think the way that it was always set up going into those final interviews was the panel had probably always favoured Voss. Um, and, and again, when you're dealing with the profile that Voss has got, it's incredible. So to be able to surpass that and to put yourself ahead of him, you probably have to really... It's smash like the, the final interview mate, to absolute smithereens. You you can't be a nostril in front. You've got a you have to dead set gap him. It's like the Formula One around Monza. You
0: you got to be two seconds a lap quicker a pass. Yeah, that's
2: exactly right. Um, and so ultimately, I think Brian Cook in there. If if Adam had have absolutely destroyed it, and Cooks turned to the other five and say and just said, "There's no decision to make here." Like this is from from my first look at these two candidates one guy is so far in front of the other, it doesn't even bear consideration um, Kingsley's your coach. But obviously, you know, at that stage, he, he's probably walked out and gone, I'm happy with either of these two guys. And the comment from the media was saying that... <laughs> because
0: I'm parked in a one-hour zone. I've,
2: yeah. <laughs> I've got to but, leave. Yeah, but he, that, it, they sort of said, you know, Adam made it awfully difficult for the panel to be able to make the yeah, call. and somebody else say that. that. Well, and I, I think that's out of respect for the individual as well. Um, but I'd rather be told you're a mile away. Yeah, well, and look, that, that, <laughs> you, that's a possibility as well. But I mean, again, Adam time. has a strong opinion of where his career is at and what he thinks that he should be doing and the, and his capability. And I reiterate, I think he should be an AFL coach. And I, I, I we've talked. I, off pod. I don't know how he didn't get the Collingwood job, and that's with all due respect to Craig McRae, um, but they've got the wrong coach. Welcome to the side-by-side podcast mm. we're now talking about. Uh, no, so, look,
0: ultimately, just in closing on this, the frustration from me from the process side of things is the way it should have played out is thus. Four weeks out from the review being tabled, the board should have met and they should have... Like, be, be clandestine about it, but be honest with one another about it and say, realistically, in... It'd probably exclude um, Mr Iraqi Navy Kane Little here, but amongst us, realistically... David Teague will probably be replaced. Maybe in the interest of fairness, you don't even frame it that way. You just say, in the event that the review determines we need to change the senior coach...
2: And if not then, when the ninth goal in a row yeah, well, went through against Port Adelaide, get the what's you probably table get the, the meeting. Get the WhatsApp. Yeah. Carlton board WhatsApp. <laughs> it's on. Now,
0: basically, Kate, four weeks out from the end of the season, here's how it works. If, in the event of David Teague's uh, removal at the suggestion of the review, what is our next step? And And... This very well may, may have happened, but it was fucking messy. Go to Alistair Clarkson's management and say, in the event our external review recommends a change in senior coach, would your client be interested? And leave it at that. It's not a job offer. It's not saying he's going to be sacked. It's putting the thought in his mind. Say, um, you've got two weeks to think about it. Yes or no, if that's the case. No one's committing to anything anything like that. Clarko's out of contract, etc. If Clarko comes back and says, no, I am not interested... Ross Lyon. yeah. Ross, in the event of a change of senior coach, would you be interested in the position? Be respectful about it. Be responsible about it. Have your targets. I don't need to be convinced that Michael Voss is the right man as such, me personally. Ross Lyon, I don't need a ridiculous process, smokes and mirrors, bullshit. Tell me who the coach is. He will coach. We'll find out if he can do it. That'll come out in the wash. But before you approach Ross Lyon... Are there any problems with that? Because we don't approach anyone
2: unless we're prepared. To unless we
0: are in lockstep, yep. And just that's so simple. If the is the problem or the question there is raised, I oh, have misgivings about Ross. It all happens behind closed doors. It yep. doesn't get played out in the media. It doesn't get oxygen in the media. We haven't spoken to him yet.
2: And it did feel a lot like the Process was a lot of it was to, um, you know, sate. The media, because mm. the media were very demanding of, well, you've done your review, you've got to do a process. You know, weighing in on the way that we need to be running our football club, I, I just think it stinks. I don't because, know what you are talking about. Yeah, well, and a you, lot of you're going, this is what you should be doing. And you're going, you're not the
0: Carlton Football Club. Absolutely. So that that's just to me, I, I think if it had played out like that and you end up coming to the end of the season, he gets sacked and you come out and say, "Don't don't say we're looking for an experienced coach. Yes. Don't say that. If somebody asked the question, straight bat, like, we are looking for the best coach. Yeah. I'm not looking... There's no criteria that will preclude anybody uh, that isn't ability-based, competency-based.
2: And, and realistically, if they had have interviewed... Uh, sorry, if they had of engaged Adam, the response is he's had 28 years of employment in the AFL system. You know, do you want him to have a clutch of premiership flags in his pocket to deem that he's sufficiently experienced? Well, that's up. That's on you. But at the end of the day, when you have been employed as an assistant coach for 16 years, you've won an AFL Assistant Coach of the Year. You've been senior assistant two the premierships in a row.
0: The prestigious. Um, you're you're the so, AFLCA You're the sole winner
2: of, of uh, um, AFL's brainiest, uh, Australia's brainiest footballer. from back in the day. Um, no one else can match that. Beat Nathan Buckley out to win that, actually, by the way. That's a whole other story. Was it like Masterminds or something? That was the thing on Channel 10 when you know, Australia's brainiest school kid and all that sort of stuff. Oh, is, was he on that, the show? That's a celebrity one, yeah. And he beat, oh, beat out the Rugby League, Rugby Union and soccer players.
0: No, was that, are you smarter than a fifth grader?
2: Well, it was basically, but it was, the show was Australia's brainiest footballer and he was of the 10 or whatever that were on the panel he was. Can you hear that, Tim? Mate, I don't know what you're doing, Fabian, but um, the listeners are not going to be happy with it. It's not. Tim, I can yeah, vouch you for him. get Tim. stuck into me all the time. It's you, I'm, fi- I'm fidgety. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm yeah, I like I'm a sorry. Well, I haven't oh. coughed
0: once either. He hasn't, he hasn't. <laughs> You're like a fart in a bottle, Fab. Uh, so a fart, that's a great, that's, a fart in a bottle. Yeah, that's a great chat just about Voss and Sayers and Cook and Co. Congratulations to all involved. Now, moving on to um, Nick Austin and uh, and just a bit of chat about list management stuff. Not a whole lot going on, but enough to, to have a little bit of a chat about Fab. I, you know what, I hate. I hate the net... A lot, a lot of things. Yeah. You hate... Are
1: you... Casino Royale.
0: No, I don't hate Casino Royale. Do not start this again. <laughs> uh, the, the net philosophy that, well, I just don't know how that makes us better. We need to be adding pieces, not breaking even. Yeah. So this idea, Samo's obviously requested a trade. I would be interested to know, would a Michael Voss talk to Samo? Would he have any interest in talking to Samo? Would he care? Because... We can't lose a Sam piotrowski Sedan for a packet, of, a packet of chips,
1: yeah? But that's what we will that's lose we will. Sean, that's, unfortunately. That's what we
0: will. And then trade pick six for Adam Chera. And what you then end up with is basically six and Samo for Chera and like a speculative, what the hell are we going to do with pick 35? I've got a theory on that. And but, anyway. but, but I mean, just in general... 25. But just in general, the problem that we've got is you, you can't be taking pieces away that we've put in place to potentially make us better and then adding or using them I should say plus something else to add one thing and whether it's salary or a pick or a player because we just spin the wheels then unfortunately that's what it feels like
2: but there will be there will be needs that we need to address and and there will be opportunity cost and by giving one up you may weaken one element of your style and capability, but you strengthen the area that you need to improve the most. And, and I think the widely held belief at Carl... Well, what we do poorly is um, we don't pressure the ball. And so when we are not in possession, our ability to be able to pressure the guy with the ball and make it difficult for them, we are not good enough at. And therefore we expose our defenders... And as we've always said, we've got good defenders, but we have a bad defence. That's because we Mate, defend with six players. It's
0: the fill-in recreational sports team. That's,
2: that's Well, that's exactly right. Does yeah, anyone we, want to play we, a we, second we, we game? Need, we need to gel. So I think I think with a tighter game style, and Vossi sort of said there's going to be a f- a more of a focus on defensive system, which I think is key. And I think if we do that, we can make immediate improvements. But I think our ability to be able to run and our run in the midfield I think is key. And I think George Hewitt addresses that. And if we get Chera, it addresses that. Does it? Yeah, does. does. Chera address that? Yeah, he does. Is he quick? He can run. Can he? Yeah. Can
1: what do West Coast, because that that is the destination of of choice, what do West Coast have that we need that is gettable? Don't give me a knick-knack, Nui, because that's just silly. Well, look, I've got a theory. Mm,
2: I've I've got a theory. Timbo, Timbo, you're a... your combinations no, no, we, are no. To we get two two picks in a player. Your elaborate eight stage trade. No, 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 not happen. I simplified right. it today. When I looked at it, um, West Coast have 10, 29, and thirty six. Yeah, we're not getting ten for for Samo. No, 29's probably right for us. Yeah, they'll probably say we'll give you thirty six. Asking for us to accept anything beyond thirty six, I think, is just rude, and and wouldn't happen. And Nick Austin wouldn't accept it. However. I then thought a little further and said, "Okay, well, we want to keep our... We're using pick six for Chera. Now, I think six is a bit much for a guy that got one vote in the Brownlow medal, but that's... And he's
0: out of contract.
2: And he is out of contract. However, my thinking was, if you gave six an SPS to West Coast, Uh if they give us back their 10, so we've moved back in our first round, we get the 29 that we think that he's worth and then they give us their pick 49 <laughs> at the at the end of it you're basically you're basically getting 29 for SPS and you're just slightly downgrading your first rounder which is what you give to Frio for Chera, and then you feel like you're not paying. Why can't they, overs?
0: Why don't they just give us twenty nine, and then we give them six? 306?
2: Because, <laughs> the net, because the net, because West Coast feel like they're fucking over Frio, and that is something that's entirely. So your,
0: your attitude is we're not using six anyway. So why do we care?
2: Well, if we're going to be losing six and getting the player, let's make it work better for us and feel like we're getting greater value for SPS, and not overpaying for Chera. And, and it's the old sort of thing. Freo, if you've got six, Freo will say, give us six. But this is the net. If you don't have it. This is the net. I can't ask for it. This is the net problem
0: where six is too much for Chera. Yep. And if you lose Samo to get an asset that helps you get Chera, well, we're also probably going to, we're definitely losing six. If we, if we, I, I got a feeling he'll nominate Melbourne anyway. Um, uh, they can't do the trade. They can't do the trade. But why wouldn't he have just said, "I nominate Carlton?
2: Because I think he is saying Freo has been good to me. No, but at the and, moment, and I he want said, and I want a fair and reasonable trade. I want my former club to mm-hmm. be. I think he'll compensated I, appropriately. I've
0: got a feeling he'll nominate, which is why he hasn't nominated Melbourne yet. Is because they obviously play in a grand final. Yep. Because why wouldn't you have just said already? Yeah, Carl. What I'd like to go to Carlton.
2: And and I think the comment made was Wiedemann was the, a very good possibility when you when, when you when yeah, you when you looked at Melbourne's list what was able to be prized out of it could that could in any way, shape or form provide a level of um, you know, commensurate value with Chera and it was always going to be Wiedemann. And the moment Wiedemann said, I'm not, they don't have the picks to be able to facilitate oh, no, the they, trade.
0: they absolutely don't. But I, that doesn't necessarily stop him from saying, I'd like to go there.
2: And look, ultimately, if Chera says he doesn't want to come
1: to... Well, it, them, it kind of does, him. John, because... Not really. From, well, Dylan Shill from... Oh, this is all rumour. But didn't nominate us because we just couldn't get the deal done. Yep. Uh,
0: uh, anyway, um, the, the issue, <laughs> the, the issue here, like in terms of list management, as we move on, the rumour is George Hewitt has come aboard for about four fifty a year.
2: Yep. That seems like a bit of cash. Three seventy one is the average wage in the AFL. Okay. That's George cool. Hewitt is an above average footballer. Is he? Yeah, he is.
0: He's one of those Swans players who. They could bloods. be standing we call in a yeah. police He's one of Timbo's bloods. He's one of Timbo's bloods who could be standing in a police lineup. And I'd be going, fuck, I don't know.
1: I don't know which one it
0: is. Identify George Hewitt for me. And I'd be like, number three. They'd be like, James <laughs> Rowbottom. they are like, damn it. He, I don't <laughs> know. It's
1: between him, Harry Cunningham, yeah. and all these other. Number five, that's like that. Sam Wicks. Yep.
0: Damn it. Um, yeah, so that's an interesting one. So Sauce had some good thoughts there. Chera, obviously, if he does come, will come in on reasonable coin as well. That creates a bit of a problem, Fab. We've we've all of a sudden got a lot of salary tied up yep. in a lot of unknown quantities right now, and some of that's Austin, some of it's Sauce. Charlie's on big cash, big cash. He's on like seven fifty plus, yep. huge, ridiculous. Haven't yep. you know, barely seen him in two years? Uh, McGovern is never fit. He's on big cash. Williams is never fit enough. He's on big cash. Jack Martin isn't fit enough to play often enough. He's on big cash. Patrick Cripps, huge cash might be cooked.
2: Yeah, he, he was at least interviewed during the week and he said he's not having any off-season surgery, you, so he is ready uh, to go. Does he need to? We'll, well, we'll have, we'll have off-season no surgery, February, Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well,
0: we want to give that break in his back enough time to settle down.
2: Well, I, I think I think what is obvious is he gets an opportunity to be able to um, avoid impact and do the work that he needs to do to be able to get his body right.
0: What happens when he needs impact?
2: Oh, look, whole other issue. But if he's fit and he can, and he's in a in a position that his body can be resilient, and he can go through. Like again, I think we've all said we need to see him play a more sustainable brand of football. Handball, and, and it, he needs to handball more. And Three bring other, meters gained. Uh, 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 other <laughs> correct. Other people bring other people into the game. Patrick, he, he does that. We we will be better off. We don't ne- we don't need a paddy Patty, Patty crips to be the AFL MVP anymore. Are we going
0: to start calling him now? 3MG. Not three-man not three gang.
2: Three metres gained.
0: Three <laughs> metres gained. That's all I want from you, Patty. Handball back. Play rugby, mate. Yep. Play rugby. Go back. Meet. you got to go backwards, mate.
2: Well, again, if we're poor in the contest, we just need to win it, and then we need to extricate thereafter.
0: And then the other one, um, Fab, which was a, <clears throat> a bone of contention for, for the podcast, uh, early in the piece last year, um, during the trade and whatever period, we do not have an AFL ruckman at the moment. No, we don't. Um, I'm more and more convinced the more I see TDK that he's Levi's replacement.
2: Yeah, he, he's, he's that's a, what I thought too.
0: He's a forward who pinches in the ruck when we need him to. Mm. Pitnet is a willing understudy. Yep. Uh, he's a breaking case of emergency. I don't know why I'm throwing to you with this question because Timbo's the one to ask this, but give me a, an answer if you can. Peter Adams.
2: I don't even know who Peter Adams is. Timbo, Peter Adams. Uh, Peter Adams is probably a little too similar in style to Tom De Conning. Okay, Are you talking because, about the Port Adelaide bloke. Yeah, so I, I think he's okay. more forward ruck. Than we don't need ruck him, forward. we need a ruckman. Well, I think he can be that. Like, he is young. Um, and Who's the big bastard at, at GWS? Bruce.
1: No, nah, no, nah, they had someone he's else who really impressed me. It was Maddie. Um, he was a young bloke. Yeah, he had, you know, played Kieran a couple Briggs
2: of games. and there's Matthew Flynn. Flynn. Matthew, Matthew Flynn's Flynn. out of contract at the end of this year, as is Ooh. Kieran Briggs. But I did hear them say on the radio the other night that they seem to think that Matthew Flynn will be contracted. Oh. But I haven't heard anything about Briggs. But Briggs can play. Wasn't he the guy that's been injured for 5,000 years? Uh, it's probably more Flynn, but they have both done an ACL oh, okay. in Ma- early Ma- days. Max Glein was, was injured for the first half of his career, too. Yeah, that's true, so, too. Bra- Braden, Braden Proust is the guy that's always injured. One
0: of them was. One of them was debuted this year having been on the list forever. Well, I think that was
2: injured. Flynn. I think it was Flynn. Well, we probably don't want the guy that's but always Briggs injured. But Briggs played against us and played quite well, and I, I like him a lot. And Sorry, it was Briggs aggressive. who I was thinking about.
1: He, he's, he's a big boy for his he's age. Big, very he weighs about 106
2: boy. kilos, but he can move as well. So if you had... I don't think you'd get him. I think they'd be more likely to release a Matthew Flynn. And if they're going in with Pruce, because they were even saying that Mumford, while he's out of contract, hasn't yet retired. They can't... Contract him again, Tim. Well, that's he's basically... Cooked. That, that's he's That's basically that. Well, they've played him every second week, and if they're happy to say you play every second week... He was he cooked. can't do that. He
0: was cooked no, three years ago. No, I don't disagree, but,
2: I'm, but until he's delisted, my point is GWS have a decision to make, and are they going to go into a new season with Pruce on big coin because they had to pay plenty to be able to get him. They've got two young blokes in, Pruce and... Oh no, we've lost Fabregnouche. Um, Keep going, Timbo. Yeah, and Matty Flynn... Um and I'm just do they have another Ruckman that's floating around in that team as well? There may even be a, there may even be another guy floating around um, I mean, who has maybe. played a few games as well. but they, they're obviously working hard to um, to you know bed down their list. So but you're right, trying to get a first Ruckman um, to be able to come into your side can be somewhat problematic. Oh. Um, we've obviously um, hold on, we've obviously got Alex Murkov. Um, hey Fabaganoush, your phone went dead, didn't it? Oh fuck! Uh, this is no the phone's game. dead, but he's coming back. Oh, in. He's probably lying underneath his desk again, trying you to uh, get, get the thing charged again.
0: You can't get back because you, your phone call's not coming through the mixer like it should.
2: We're having a few technical difficulties. Because you at can't, the you can't hear him through the mic, can you? No, I can't hear him at all. But you'll get him once you do that. You'll get him, won't you? You there, Subba Ganush, you idiot? Oh,
1: I am here.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've got him now. All That's right, good. We've got you now. Hold on, we'll just make sure that we're recording This is why What's his name? What's what's Fa- Fabian's name? He, he always... He never charges his phone, like, oh. at any point.
2: He's an idiot. Um, but as far as Ruckman go, I know Port's got Sam Hayes, who was an Eastern Rangers boy, who was another guy that had done an ACL early in his career and ended up being a later draftee. Um, and then I think... Over in West Coast, there's a guy by the name of Bailey Williams who's been in the system now for about four or five years who has been showing a little bit in the background. They've obviously got Oscar Allen that can be a, a backup ruckman to Nick Nat, but he's obviously not going to be playing forever. So, you know, a lot of footy clubs like to try and poach that 22-, 23-year-old ruckman that's been in the system for four, five, six years. It's clearly what we did with Pitnet, but fully understanding that Pitto was never going to be... Died in the wool, number one ruckman, but he was awfully good for depth. Um, and obviously, when he came in, we had Cruiser playing. So we're now in a situation where you know, Cruiser retired at the end of last season, and we really didn't do enough to be able to replace him. Now, um, we Murkoff's, didn't do anything. Well, Murkov's come in mid-season um, and then promptly got injured, which didn't exactly mm-hmm. help. As so I don't know that he was going to play straight away, but but there is a question mark of what we do in the off-season. Do you? Do you just go to the, the Waffle and find the best Ruckman in the Waffle? Do you go to the Sandful and find the best Ruckman in the Waffle? And it doesn't matter whether they're 26, 27, 28 years of age or if they happen to be 20 and have upside because you're going to be able to draft that guy and be able to get them. If you're trading to from another team to be able to get somebody who's ready to go, you'll be playing at least somewhere between 25 and 35 because that's, that's kind of what you know. Robbie Warnock went for 20-odd. Um, Sammy Jacobs we should have got more but he was about pick 25 odd um, Toby Nancurvis when he went to Richmond was about pick 25 so that's largely the going rate for a ready made Ruckman um, I'd love to get Braden Proust because I think they've got the young Ruckman up in, in GWS and he's a guy that's been screaming to get the number one job if his body will stand up he's a good up. enough footballer He's a big man. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a guy that you can get behind and I okay. think he can play. It was just, you know, he's he was at Melbourne and thought I'm not going to get a game behind Max Gorn. So he said it Was it North Melbourne? And, then he was... and and then he asked to go to Melbourne. So he yeah. went from behind Goldstein to go behind Gorn. And you're going, How's he's that? Doing. Good move. Yeah, and, then, and he... then when he ended up at GWS, you've gone, That's perfect. Yeah, he tore his peck. Was um, it his peck or his shoulder? We we wanna move anyway, on. Not important. Uh, we obviously need a ruckman. Fab
0: do you want to give me some yay or nays on these? We've got some out of contract players. Mm-hmm. Lockie O'Brien, does he get another contract?
1: For me he does, yes. He needs to. Yes.
2: We have to yeah, recontract. Definitely. We have to
0: recontract. I don't care if it's for a year. Yep. We have to recontract yep. this guy. You've invested a pick 10 in him. He's shown a bit in the back end of the year. There's just too much upside to throw him away for nothing. Agreed. And the, like you give him a year and you're going to know exactly what we need to know after one more. That's exactly right. Put, you know, so O'Brien I think has to Fab's man, Mickey Gibbons. Yes. Oh Jesus Christ, Timbo! It well, depends on how we he's lost gone. We he... lost Eddie Betts. Who, who have we he's got? He's not small playing forward? small forward, mate. He's not playing small forward. Get it out of your thick melon. Yeah, we,
1: we've got.
2: Odie's, me the Honey and I said
1: yes. If you don't yeah, want him, if you don't want him, say no. This is the bloody
0: best twenty-two debate all the over again. When you've got Mickey Gibbons in a forward pocket, he's not a forward pocket's
2: asshole. How has he re- rehabilitated ripping his hamstring off the bone at his age? If we're not prepared to be playing him in the midfield. He's not getting another contract, and if he is, he's back on the rookie list. You know what? I I have no
0: problem. My attitude and dominating the
2: VFL. That's Probably. it,
0: mate. I've got no problem with us listing guys who, mm. are break in case of emergency to use that phrase again, but worst case scenario, really good VFL players yep. who play in the twos because you need those guys every week in the twos doing what we need to do, teaching the kids, etc. That's a role on the list. yeah You know, and if if got a guy like Gibbons, you go, mate, there's. Worst jobs you could be doing than being a professional
2: footballer who plays VFL. Gibbons isn't getting a game ahead of Stocker in the midfield or Matthew Kennedy in the midfield or Paddy Dow in the midfield. So if he's on the list, as you say, he's playing twos footy.
0: Matthew Cottrell, Fabaganoush.
2: Look, so he's out of contract, is he?
0: Where Are you recording from Saddam's spider hole?
1: Where are you? I'm on the phone, Sean. Where? In where I am.
0: Okay. You're being cagey. We know you're in your office at work at Corporate One in Preston. Are you in the dunny? He's on the first I'm floor. I'm not in the dunny. I'm, <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm at my desk. Are, where you are, under, you? are you
0: under the desk? Where are you, Elvis? <laughs> Tell us where you are.
2: <laughs> are you are
0: um, reco- re recontracting Matt Cottrell?
2: No. Okay. Tim? Uh, I think he's a guy that will find himself... Is he on the rookie list now? No, I've got no idea. Uh, look, I, I think he's ideal for a rookie list because okay. if we need a midfield that needs to be able to run, to be able to put pressure on, he brings that. Um, but again, I think there's a roll call of players that you're wanting to prioritise ahead of him.
0: There's, there's guys that we need not just in our system, but we need them to be... Thriving. Yeah, ahead of him. Correct. Uh, Josh Honey, Fabaganoush.
2: Oh, definitely, definitely re-signing him. Undoubtedly, yeah. I thought he was one of our shining lights out of a very disappointing season. He just, just looks love like the a, energy he brings. Yeah. Looks
0: like a footballer.
2: His last month of footy was dynamic.
0: He moves well. He kicks the ball well. Yep, I like him. I like him. Uh, Matt Owies? Yep.
1: Hmm. Well, if you get rid of Gibbo, then you have to keep him. So, have
0: you had a fall, Fab, <laughs> since you, you since you? FaceTime dropped out. You're like Michael mm-hmm. Gibbons. You, you've got it in your head he's a small forward for some reason. You're like absolutely place more forward, absolutely pushing through the midfield, absolutely give him another five. And you're like that seems a bit overs. And then Matt Owies who's played small forward better than Gibbons ever did. You're like Hmm maybe I don't know.
1: I think Gibbo had.
2: Yeah, I think Gibbo was better than you're giving him credit for, Tim. Yeah, he has also come off ripping his hamstring off the bone. So, I, I reiterate, I don't I don't know what we can lock in with confidence. And I think he came to the club as a twenty four year old, which would mean he's probably twenty seven now. Um, I'm just thinking: is is Michael Gibbons? As much as we like him, and he's played some really good footy. Is Michael Gibbs Gibbons making us better? And it's a great.
0: He's a great. Look, he is a great story. Yes, and and you you can you can acknowledge that the story of Michael Gibbons is phenomenal. Two time and medalist, I think he won a flag at Willie. I think
2: I think he might have. Yeah,
0: um, but they Willie are always perennially there or thereabouts. So and, and he was their best player, and he was a premier player in the VFL, and he's played forty seven odd games of footy. Outstanding. What a what an outstanding achievement for him. Yep. Like fantastic. But don't let that colour that Matt always is probably
2: ahead of him. Yeah, and and, and I think we found. We found our team, the word isn't one-paced, but talent-wise we were a bit middle-band at times this year, a bit vanilla. I think there's an opportunity to move guys on that are not going to elevate and bring a few more kids in behind it, especially when you've got a coach that's starting a new regime. The fact that you can bring in a handful of kids that can come in under his um, game plan and style and he can start with them afresh... I think would end up being a priority for Voss and for Nick Austin. There'd be
0: egg on our face, Faber if uh, we're sitting here in 12 months' time, ready to play, of course, the grand final, and uh, Mickey Gibbons is the course. reigning Brownlow medalist. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Voss has come in, the Midas touch. Uh, Luke Parks?
1: Oh, look, I, I was excited by Luke early early doors, but... We have to keep him, I mate. We've got giving... no key I, defensive I, I, No, no, I'm saying I, I, I think it, for that reason... I think we do need to maintain, but um, I think he's still very much in the project player. Absolutely.
2: He's a rookie-listed player, Recontracting, like, keeping him on as a year-to-year rookie is not a problem, but he he won't find his way onto a senior list.
0: Mr. T in uh, Rocky, Club of Lang, hanging tough, staying hungry. That's (laughs) um, Luke Park's role. And then lastly, I think this would be a pretty unanimous call, Matt Kennedy.
2: Undoubtedly, Keep
0: him. yeah. Matt Kennedy has Absolutely. to stay, and I think Will Setterfield out yeah, of contract taken as well. second up of the
2: year was the, was the one shining light, uh, and Will Setterfield,
0: I
1: think, is the other
2: one. And you need to know what his groins are like. Has he not has sold he, on? Has today. he had a horrible season because his groins are dead set shot by osteotis pubis, and therefore, if he can do the work to be able to get beyond that and get back to his running previous running ability. Do we have a perfectly good AFL footballer that we just have to make sure we play in his position? I've, and therefore, do you persist, or is he the sort of guy you do trade? It, and and if you trade, and he's doing a medical somewhere else, does he pass the medical?
0: I've got a, I've got an idea for you boys. Yeah. We got Will Setterfield, who's not pacey, doesn't have express pace. You know, at the best of times, bit one-paced. His groin's a shot. I got a spot for him. I'm gonna play him on the wing.
2: <laughs> exactly right. It was logical. This is what we're dealing with. Uh, very good, gentlemen. Um, what about Oscar McDonald? Um, how's his back? Don't know.
0: <laughs> if his back's no good, then the answer's no. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if his back's okay, again, I think he's a bit like a Luke Parks, a bit like a Michael Gibbons. They are almost Carlton Reserves players, but at that level, they're probably pretty going to be pretty good value. How's Liam Jones' patella tendon? Well, who, who knows? We, we had early reports that it was an ACL, you might remember. That wasn't a setup You're by a the way, Fabian. <laughs> uh yeah, we had early reports that he was done uh, Dunsky. What knows? about Jack Nunes? Mm. Did we talk Jack Nunes? No, he's done.
2: Okay. He he won't he'll he'll be gone, I think. Yep. Okay. And look, Jack Nunes has given us one of the greatest highlights of the footy club in the Where last two years. Are you years. Fab? Are
0: you standing in a valley? <laughs> In Scotland, I'm sitting at my freaking desk, you deaf bastard. Your phone quality is horrendous. You're yeah, like, breathing like Darth Vader. Mate, it's like you're speaking to us through a can or a wire. It's horrendous. <laughs> when you listen back to this, you'll have a grievance with Corporate One about the quality of the outgoing line because you'll be thinking, if this is what I sound like to clients, <laughs> where the hell do they think I'm calling them from?
1: <laughs> What's wrong with you, Sean? What is seriously wrong with you?
0: feel like uh, Mark Wahlberg, he said, what kind of rinky-dink operation are you running here, Ari? Hold on, we've got a FaceTime, an incoming FaceTime from Faberganouche. Faberganouche, are you there? Oh, fucking hell. Now he's sorry, he's switched back. He's gone to the wrong bloody channel again.
1: you there? What, do you have to... Yeah, I'm here. You've got to yeah. plug him in. There we go. Looking good again, mate. I'm a sexy bastard, but...
0: Just to, the phone got enough charge there now?
1: It's plugged in, Sean. You gave, I'm a, sitting on the-
0: you gave it a bit of... Where are you? You're not. You're on the can, aren't you?
1: Oh, mate, I swear to God I'm not.
0: He's on the can, isn't he, Tim? He's no, calling. He's,
1: s- not. he's definitely not.
0: He's calling us from the men's lav where he set up his screens and his desk.
1: It'll be It'll be the uh, disabled toilet. Come on. Only in luxury, Sean.
0: You just need more room to, to stretch out and breathe and sweat. Um, excellent, gentlemen. Fantastic. Shirt on or off? Off, of course, always. <laughs> you ever done that? It's very liberating.
1: I, I, I often am shirt off.
0: It, it, people are going to be saying to themselves, they're going to be sitting there and going, what the hell are these idiots talking about? Just nah, try No, there'll
1: be some who are going, yeah, it definitely shirt. Who leaves their shirt on? If you've, be if you've made it
0: this far, we're an hour and 35 in, if you've made it this far, private messages, you don't have to expose yourself. Or, or if you
1: tweet, just say on or off.
0: Yeah, just tweet <laughs> us. Tweet a, a response to the links. I don't mind that. You can DM us privately if you, if you want to be, you know, under the radar, want to retain some dignity. But if not, just we lost us, all our dignity. Just tweet us on or off, and if you have never gone off, give it a go.
2: <laughs> give it not a Not in public,
0: not in not in a public restroom, but no. in a normal restroom in your own home. Um, give it a go. I think you'll find it to be quite comfortable. <laughs> You're laughing, but you agree
1: completely. <laughs> you got two. I do. It's like very a still, you know, very still side bottom with, today. Sean. Without
0: wanting to, um, without wanting to devolve too greatly, um, well, yay or nay, yes or no on the on the flushable wet wipes. Oh, yay! Massive yay! Really? Oh, like game changer. Massive, massive yay!
2: There are some people that talk up a bidet like it is one of the greatest experiences of of your life, which actually I'd sounds like you I'd maybe be... have some tendencies. my, nonna, it's a whole other my story.
1: nonna had. A, a bidet. I'd be open to it. In her, uh, in her, in her bathroom. In her, gar- garden. In <laughs> <laughs> <knew> her <a> garden. <laughs>
0: it, was, it was a fountain. It was, it was out. I don't know what it was doing out there, but people used it. Fun fact: This is once again we've gone off. We've a really gone off, off the off deep track. Thing. I was. Uh, I gave a guy uh, Stevie Joyer, the Joy Man. Uh, I left home the other day from work because his car was in the, uh, the shop. To use an American phrase, and he said, he asked me, he goes, oh, whereabouts are you? and I was, we were nowhere really near each other, but I said, oh, happy to, I'll give you a lift home, no issues, you know, it was only 10 minutes down the road sort of thing, no problems, so we went for a bit of a drive, and, and he lives near, um, oh, I've just shot a blank on the, near Eastland, is it Maroondah Highway? Yeah, or Canterbury Road. Canterbury. And you go. There's the old Hungry Jacks on the corner as you're coming up, sort of towards Mitcham Road. Yeah, it's actually not there anymore. But no, it's but, not. No, yeah. it's not. But anyway, so that he, is
2: Canterbury Road. He
0: lives in that little complex. It's to Highway, actually. Um, Sorry. Just, just off that. He just yep. lives in the little, little sort of area off like that. Like Heatherdale. Yeah, and I, anyway, I drop him off, and he goes, "Just go straight up here, do a left, and it'll bring you back out onto Canterbury Road." And I said, "Perfect." So I head off down there. I go onto Canterbury Road, and as I'm driving up this little side street near the there's a train station just on the corner, yep. and I'm driving up the hill, and there's this. Dirty old vagrant, that's what he was, and he was like, he didn't, look in a, he didn't look in a good way. He did not look in a good way, and he was sort of like, crouching over, and I was thinking, what the hell's happening here? He proceeded to pull his pants down and have a shit. Wowee. True story. As I was just driving up, just dropped it on the footpath.
2: <laughs> Wowee. Have you seen, there's been a lot of I stories. I told Steve,
0: <laughs> I was told the joy man the next day, I said, Jesus Christ, what the hell? And he just laughed.
2: Yeah. They get a lot of phantom runner shits. So people are running along, I needing think to go. Mate, I think they're just homeless people doing all this kind No, no these doing. are dead set, like full, you know, I could say PPE, <laughs> but, but the full Lycra gear and all that sort of stuff, just three quarters of the way through, just same sort of thing, footpath shit, and just keep on running as if it never happened. So the takeaway's here. Take your shirt off the next time you have a poo. <laughs> Get yourself a packet of flushable
1: Especially if you're lights. doing it on the nature strip.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure it's as weird as ever. And then get yourself a, some flushable Because this isn't weird enough. <laughs> uh, I'm going to wrap it up there. Gentlemen, thank you so
1: much. Fabba
0: Is this it for the year? Um, we haven't done a season review. I don't know. Can we be bothered? I don't,
1: well, don't we want probably... to review this season, to be honest. Wow. No, it's
0: a player review. It's a, like a, a player. Well, like a dance number. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Shirts <laughs> off. <laughs> um, well, we don't draft till, what, November, almost December. November so, 24th, generally, Timbo, because it ruins my... Uh, of course it does. Your anniversary. Your yeah. anniversary.
0: That's why they put it on that date, kill. every well, year. Well,
2: let's see how... Look, let's do a, tr- a post-trade period review. just Are to Are Categorically, to see where
0: up... categorically ruling out the player-by-player review?
2: I'm happy to do that. I like that.
0: And it's just, I think we did it last year where we give them a grade. Yep. And a Everybody
2: has their own grade and, and we just see where we land.
0: D-list. Maybe, yeah. I don't know, maybe we'll do that. I don't
2: know. I, I think we've missed the window on the keep trade deal list. I think we do it after that's happened and we'll just see where the dust settles. That's true. And we'll just talk about how happy we are about our incoming players and what they mean and roles and all that sort of stuff. But the... Um, Can't it, see us it, losing a game. <laughs> exactly right. 22 oh, Fabaganouche,
0: he's gone again, the fucking idiot. That's all right. It's a we just, good, good time to finish. Let me just wrap it up. Faber Ganoush says, What a sorry, ragazzi, or whatever <laughs> it is. Uh, Tim Davis?
2: Oh, look, it's always a pleasure. Excellent. Today was a bit flattening because, again, when your best mate has ambitions of doing great things, you thought today could have been just an amazing day. And it wasn't quite, but. If the Carlton Football Club moves forward as a result of it, then, you know, magnificent.
0: We could have broken the news on Pod. We could have had him on Pod. We could have had we him we on could pod. We could have done that. But me, and Peter Watch, thank you so much. We'll catch you next time whenever that is. Good evening.